0: With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com encyclopedia and try it free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com encyclopedia to start your free seven-day trial. You'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com encyclopedia. Check it out. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. This month, we're talking about activists, women who stood up and fought against injustice and for a better world. Our activist of the day worked to improve human rights and to end environmental abuses in Honduras. She fought against major corporations and her country's government to protect indigenous lands, despite the fact that her life ended tragically and far too soon. She made a lasting impact on a fight to ensure the livelihoods of the Lenca people. Let's talk about Berta Cáceres. Berta Cáceres was born in 1971 in La Esperanza, Honduras. Basically from infancy, Berta's mother, Astra Flores, instilled in her children a sense of moral obligation to make the world a better place. She took care of refugees fleeing El Salvador. She also was a member of the largest indigenous group in Honduras, the Lenca. Berta's mother's dedication to activism clearly rubbed off on Berta. While at university, where Berta studied education, Berta co-founded an organization called the Council of Popular and Indigenous Organizations of Honduras. Berta Flores, organization Consejo Cívico, organizations of Honduras COPIN, the group organized to fight infringements on the rights of the Lenca people. The indigenous group was often at the center of humanitarian and environmental challenges. In 2006, Berta was asked to investigate the appearance of a bunch of construction equipment that appeared on Lencá land. She discovered a plan was in motion to build a dam on the Gualcarque River without the Lencá's knowledge. The river was and is extremely important to the people living in the area. It serves as a supply route for water, food, and medicine. It was and is also a place of spiritual importance for the Lencá people. Berta's fight to stop the dam's construction had international legs. It's actually against international treaties that govern the treatment of indigenous populations to build a dam without local knowledge or consent. Still, a partnership made up of a Chinese company and a Honduran company was attempting to start construction. Berta and the Council of Popular and Indigenous Organizations of Honduras wrote letters, started peaceful protests in Tegucigalpa, the capital of Honduras, and organized local meetings to make clear that the Lenca people had not had their say and did not approve of the construction. They reached out to the Inter-American Commission on Human Rights and the International Finance Corporation, part of the World Bank. Still, the local and national government paid no heed and determinedly continued pushing the project forward. Government support for the project was further bolstered by a regime change in 2009. That year, there was a military coup that removed President Manuel Zelaya. The new government formed in the aftermath of the coup had U.S. political, military, and monetary support. That support directly impacted the dam project. Previously, the construction site had been guarded by contractors. After the coup, the site was guarded by American-trained soldiers. And this particular site wasn't the only dam planned for construction. After the coup, the new government planned for mining operations on 30% of the country's land, requiring significant energy and leading to plans for the construction of hundreds of dams around Honduras. After the coup, the Inter-American Commission on Human Rights called for Berta to be protected. The group said she was under threat due to her activism. In April 2013, Berta and her fellow activists in the movement decided to take action at the site itself. They organized a blockade at the construction site of the dam in question. It lasted for over a year. El pueblo Lenca es un pueblo antiguo que habitó esta región mesoamericana, el suroccidente, centro de Honduras, eh, una gran parte del Salvador también. Y este es un pueblo eh, dedicado bastante a la tierra. Eh, su cosmovisión se centra en la tierra, en el maíz. Late in 2013, the Chinese partner on the dam backed out. The International Finance Corporation also withdrew funding from the project. In 2015, Berta won the Goldman Environmental Prize, an extremely prestigious award in the field of environmental activism, for her work in blocking dam construction and additional environmental initiatives. While this was a huge honor, It was not without risk. That same year, Global Witness wrote that Honduras had the most environmental and land defenders killed per capita of any country in the world. On March 3, 2016, a friend and Mexican environmental activist, Gustavo Castro Soto, came to stay with Berta. He was in town to help Berta think about alternative solutions for powering the proposed government mines. He heard a loud noise and shouting before running to find four men with guns. They shot Berta multiple times and Gustavo twice. Berta died in Gustavo's arms. Berta's death was initially attributed to a robbery, but international uproar led to further investigation. Five men were arrested, two of whom had worked for the dam construction company, and one of whom was a member of the military. In 2018 a Honduran court ruled that executives at the Honduran Dam Building Company had ordered Berta's murder. The president of the company was arrested. While the perpetrators clearly intended to silence Berta Cáceres at any cost, her murder did the opposite. It brought more international attention and halted the dam project. The organization Berta co-founded, the Council of Popular and Indigenous Organizations of Honduras, continues the fight. Her legacy lives on. All month, we're talking about activists. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our newsletter, Womanica Weekly. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica. And you can find me directly on Twitter at Jenny M. Kaplan. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow. I want to tell you about a new podcast called The Cut from New York Magazine and the Vox Media Podcast Network. Every Wednesday, an ensemble of voices from New York Magazine's The Cut, led by host Avery Truffleman, engage in the conversations that matter most in our current moment. From a discussion with Ladarius from the Netflix show Cheer about what optimism means in 2020, to examining nature and our relationship to it, tune in to The Cut each week for intimate, probing looks at the world around us. The first episode of The Cut is live now. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.